Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline, colon Malaysia. Jacqueline, colon Malaysia? <laughs> no. Is this a new... You, you forgot the colon Malaysia after Survivor Cast International. I'm Jacqueline, colon Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> I like the new affectation you've added to your name. <laughs> um, welcome to episode five. Five already? Oh, man. Yeah, episode five. We've been doing this for five weeks. We have. This is week five, friends. Yeah, and I do want friends. Um, you know, if you find yourself tempted not to listen to the whole episode, I just want to advise you that it makes a great sleep aid. Put it on, lay down, let the whole thing play through. <laughs> Are you saying that people will find us boring enough to fall asleep to? I'm saying if you're tempted not to listen to the whole episode, find some circumstance in your life where you will play the episode all the way through. And if that means you need to be asleep for it, so be it. If you're <laughs> listening this... now, if you're listening now, keep listening. That's all I'm saying. Please. There may be a new feature on our podcasting website that lets you see analytics of how long people can want or are listening. I don't think it's working, but that is the reason for Cody's little side tangent it's there. maybe making me paranoid but people are <laughs> tapping out before they get to the gold or the flower that buds from well fertilized soil ah hmm. <laughs> podcast soil yep so we're on episode five yep and um before we jump into episode five beforehand I just wanted to shout out our 200th Twitter follower. 200? Hillary White. What? Come hey, on Hillary. down, Hillary White. Come on down to do, Podcast do, do, Town. Do, 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 do. At HW21125. Hmm. I wonder what those numbers mean, Hillary White. I think it's how you spell her last name in numbers. Is it really? Yeah, don't, if you look at it. Two zero one one two five. That looks like white in numbers, kind of, doesn't it? Two zero one one two five. That's too many numbers for the <laughs> word for the word white. Listen, write out two zero one one two five on a piece of paper, listener, and beneath it, write out the word Hillary White. And if you compare the two, I think you'll see what's going on here. Okay, Cody. All right. So yes, getting into episode five, because we have shouted out Hillary White, our 200th listener. Heyo. 200th follower. Follower. And listener. Oh, that'd be great if 200 people were listening. I hope she will also be our 200th listener. Yeah. So we are coming back from a tribal at the beginning of this episode. Yes, we are. And uh, Elsie, I believe, has just been voted off on the last episode. And Amanda's, like, already bad-mouthing her slightly. Which I was really surprised by, because they seemed really tight. They have seemed like friends the whole time. But this whole dyke is very friendly to Amanda. There's this, like, Amanda, Dyke, Angie love triangle happening. But not love all three ways. Love partial ways. But... Not equal love getting, right. throughout. But it is, like... The three of them together. Make with... It. Classic love triangle. Yes. Right? Where there's, yeah. But there's different amounts of love going at different points. Okay. Which I, I, I do think it's interesting that you mentioned that 
Angie and Dyke are now kind of, or Amanda and Dyke are now buddy buddy because before Elsie was injured on the last episode, mm-hmm. I felt like with the tribe shuffle that Dyke and Elsie were starting to become tighter. And had she not become injured and voted off, I think maybe something would have happened there. Okay. Maybe some type of alliance. Alrighty. But it's, it's, so we come back and it's nighttime. Amanda, Dyke, Angie are all talking about how they're going to get freaking Rijesh off. How he is next. And he's like <laughs> sitting on a log right behind them. The camera moves and he <laughs> seems like five feet away squatting <laughs> behind them. Dyke does come up behind them and go heads up, heads up at one point. Yes. And it's just like, you all, he's right there. He seems very close by. <laughs> it's like he definitely heard you. There are some moments in this episode where <laughs> the camera work or something is going on where it does not feel totally <laughs> genuine to me. It feels very like sentimental with the music and changing camera angles. It doesn't totally feel like off the cuff reality. Yeah, not at all. And then jumping to the, I think that's kind of all that we get with the Blue Tribe off to begin with. Yeah, um, Aban is kind of mellow after that. But hype, hopping over to, help me out with this other tribe name. Uh, Bajau, I believe. Thank you. Bajau. I'm always. Bajau. Bajau. Yes. Uh, Grant, I he's <laughs> like, he's a mixture between annoyed and impressed with Hein. There's, he's like. I don't think he's actually impressed. Do you? Well, initially he's just like every day with Hein is educational and you get the impression that Hein is being Hein and, you know. He specifically says every second in Hein's presence is educational. Yeah. Whereas Lorette (laughs) is on the opposite end of the spectrum of Grant and she is very (laughs) humble and seems very happy to be learning from Hein and taking it all in with a good attitude i have a lorette heart i was about to say oh oh, okay i was i have a heart for lorette she endears herself to me i like lorette a lot no you there's this like scene where hein is talking about how he's making fire and she's like sitting at his feet looking up at him like feels like like his little pupil it feels like he's jesus (laughs) there's like multiple comparisons that i'm gonna make of hide this episode but the first one is hein is jesus saying hein is his he's got those locks and that'll come back but yes (laughs) hein is like jesus in that moment and lorette is like his apostle yes and then we head into that first challenge. Yeah, I'm uh I'm just taking a note here. Um I'm just I have a note that uh oh Grant calls Hein the Heinster <laughs> and he makes some note that every day here in Heinland, or is that later? Uh I don't remember. But yeah, at some point in the episode, he's like in Hein <laughs> every day here in Heinland. Oh, that's later for sure. Mil- yeah. Okay. It builds upon this whole thing, but I'll jump more into that later when he right. makes those comments. But yeah, um, we go to the um, the reward challenge. reward challenge, yes, and it's like a giant slip and slide with a basketball hoop at the end of it for each player. Yes, we'll come to it, and I think the immunity challenge is a cool one and unique, but this feels like a really low <laughs> backyard ranked, game. Kind yeah, of. very cheaply made. Uh, <laughs> Reward challenge. The first note I have with the reward challenge is Rajesh is standing there with his shorts pulled so... Or Urshad. Urshad, he's standing before the reward oh, starts. Oh, gosh. With his shorts 
pulled so low you can see like the top of his groin super clearly with his hand on his hip and just, i mean i'm sure part of it is that he's lost so much weight at this point that, that they're like, falling down a little that bit they're falling down but like not even that he's doing it on purpose but it's just a very like <laughs> so it much really stood out the so amount much. of like the v of his groin <laughs> that you see <laughs> Okay, babe. Uh, mm. They are playing for mosquito nets and pillows. <laughs> right. Which it comes back around that it's it's four pillows, particularly. Two mosquito nets and four pillows. Good old Mark Bailey. He, uh, he kind of channels Jeff Probst for a moment here and asks, worth playing for? And it, it just, it connected me to the American. For one moment, he was a transcendent host. I, you know, I liked him better this episode i liked him in the reward challenge <laughs> i feel differently about him later in the episode he he is smiling enough to show his dimples it's the first time i've noticed he has dimples oh in episode five so he must have been feeling a little bit chipper or chippy chippy chip chip chipper i, I, was gonna <laughs> I don't know what i was gonna to... swing in and correct nope, you and not then, not happening you know a uh, <laughs> little inside baseball for the listener we happen to have watched episode five multiple times <laughs> and i think you just have stockholm syndrome when it comes to mark <laughs> bailey because i don't he's okay in this first challenge but he's not doing much besides quoting jeff probes so yeah the uh they have to slip and slide their way down a slip and slide grab a ball that's and, hanging and then slide, slide or move more, more and then shoot it shoot a hoop right from yeah. a from a mat yes uh for and it's yeah they each go in in rounds one right for, one person from each team versus the other um, and shard and hein are the first two to go and hein takes like the traditional slip inside method as mark comments right he, yes yeah so he does the the belly slide while urshad is doing more of like the shuffle run yes good perfect description for it the Reader, shuffle run readers dear, readers dear readers <laughs> for those of you who read the transcript of these episodes <laughs> i i just wish that i was videotaping cody doing the shuffle movement oh yeah so that you oh, could yeah. experience this with me i've got the scissor arms <laughs> pretending that i am shuffling down the slip and slide court it's fantastic so i find it funny ashard gets down to the mat first and then turns and looks at hein <laughs> before and then here's the host Mark. like yeah yelling like oh you shoot your bat like <laughs> yeah, what are you waiting what for? are you, what are you doing? doing which i think isn't the first time urshan has <laughs> no idea what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah that's, maybe that's the the less generous more fair way to put it yeah he uh you're right he just kind of freezes up and looks around confused but he does make the he hoop. does he still beats time absolutely and then the next round is uh rajesh versus grant and I have that they're both kind of doing the old lady walk. Okay. It's less of a shuffle, more kind of like a back and Just forth. Just making it down. A crab hobble, if you will. Okay. And, uh, you know, Grant, he he takes this one and then he does the belly slide. Afterwards, as victory. celebration. Mm -hmm. Yes. Should have maybe gotten like <laughs> uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah. Deduction. Half point, Grant. Holding, Grant holding. Holding. Play the ball. Uh, not... <laughs> not the field. No. <laughs> play the ball not the field <laughs> uh and then uh lorette versus dyke 
And Dyke, I have him doing, he looks the funniest going down. He's like doing like a caveman penguin yes, walk. Very penguin. It's very like. Yeah, that's pretty because it's it's got the stiltedness of the caveman, and it's it is a very long and wide um, slip and slide type thing. It's totally. not as narrow as the one you would think. We no, should say. and it's all connected. It's like an elongated tarp. Yeah, it's it's pretty much a big tarp. There, yeah, and and they have ones. They have this challenge, a similar challenge to this in the American one of the seasons. Do they? But there's like smaller balls about the size of a softball and they're numbered and they call a number and you have to race for your colored number okay and then pull it and then throw it into this more elaborate net thing it's just slightly more so yeah Yeah. they have something similar but this is a very like pared down version well and i you know despite it being a little simplistic it it was a fun challenge to watch despite it being kind of i don't know low i don't even know what word <laughs> to assign to it simplistic low tech low tech low tech exactly. so after dyke takes it um it's amanda versus nicole um nicole falls yeah and they sh- right at the end and they shoot forever amanda yeah. almost falls too um it's neck and neck she misses multiple times they um, both do they're both missing again and again yes and then amanda eventually gets the hoop wins it for a bomb um and then, uh, yeah, I have a note that only Hein was the one who slid. Yeah. And, yes, uh, Mark, at the end of it, also says, I've got nothing for you to the tribe. So he's really, I feel like he's he's channeling Jeff Probst in this reward challenge. They, like, yeah, call him, like, Marky Mark or something. Yeah. Um, I think that's actually <laughs> in after, the next one. That's in the next one. Yeah. Someone's calling them Marky Mark, and it's just ridiculous to have a. Which apparently South Africans are aware of Mark Wahlberg and hmm. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, which I guess why wouldn't they be? Oh, right? is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Before he was a movie star, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg was Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And oh. Good vibrations. Okay. They sang that song. Well, why isn't he singing on any of these? why isn't it the, he, like come on now are you saying why aren't they using that song yes. on the show why aren't they using his musical talents why is he not like singing challenges or something <laughs> why is he not the host survivor south africa as hosted by mark Wahlberg. there you go i don't know if that'd be particularly no. good okay um yeah, so post-reward challenge. Yeah, so Iban won. They have four pillows, two nets, but five people. Yes. So not everybody gets a pillow at nighttime. It causes a problem. Or they have to snuggle. Uh, there's probably some snuggling going on. Okay, there's this scene where Dyke, like... He's blowing on the fire. To try to get it back going. His and face like, is an inch away from the fire. It, like, sparks up huge and smoke goes everywhere. And he just, like, burns part of his face asks if he got a shave and uh, if his eyebrows are missing. And of course, Angie gives him a good look over. I feel like Rajesh is really annoyed by Dyke in this moment and that he's kind of moving in on his territory and his good standing with his tribe. I think he's also feeling like, oh, Dyke and Angie, like, oh, Angie can use her wiles and... Well, yeah, especially because he makes that comment, oh, Dyke is thinking with his head and 
not mm, that head right which is such a like a heavy-handed stupid, stupid thing stupid the type of thing i wonder if he regrets saying when he watches the season back and they chose that moment as his talking head yeah and like they show Rajesh like worried that Dyke and Amanda are gonna side with the shard and Angie, and it's like, of course they are. Amanda, Amanda, and Amanda, Amanda <laughs> and Angie are like buddy buddy, and then a shard and Dyke go like fishing and gathering together, and I, like I never see Rajesh with anybody no, ever. No, and I. I mean, Amanda, a long time ago, kind of called him out as a snake. Or even in this episode, she kind of calls him a snake in the she grass. She calls him a motor mouth. Yes. <laughs> says no one trusts him. He's a snake in the grass. I think mm. she's called him that before. Um, I think Rajesh will probably be leaving soon. Absolutely. And, like, I also find, just to circle back to this, like, Dyke and Angie thing going on. Yes. Dyke is, like, talking about Angie and how, like, Angie's role is to be a strong woman for the tribe. And she does that job very well. And, like, that's basically him giving her a pass for, like, laying around and not spending energy and not, like, doing a lot of the work. And it's, like, Amanda... And Elsie did the same thing I, on the I old have, tribe, yeah. and like he, you definitely demeanor, had a different perspective on them, and like his demeanor towards Angie is very different than his demeanor towards Elsie and Amanda. I mean, noticeably so, and it's hard to ignore because he was in contention with them for the first couple of episodes of the season, and it like warms up to Angie very quickly and i feel like she's doing the same level of laziness that they were as absolutely well. but like so the guys gather some like crabs and different like sea creatures and make this broth well because angie makes a comment that eating the coconut is making her sick that, yeah which isn't she i don't know i guess other people have also made that comment that i guess just eating coconut for 11 days at this point yeah i don't know about this weird coconut or like seafood broth that they end up making like yeah. water with like whatever a bunch like, of random little crabs that and then just like boiled, boiling it whole. all together and like sucking it down but like they're all very very happy about it uh dyke makes a comment to rajesh about like well rajesh you know your crabs so figure out what to put in there and it's like is that what like are a, you insinuating yeah. here is that like uh is he a good fisherman or are you making like just a general sex joke a general std joke is it because he's gay i know it's mm, yeah come on i dyke. mean they all take it What's pretty lightly on? yeah and laugh. dyke is just that kind of guy i mm. guess he just always makes those off the cuff racist or kind of just ask general or... asshole comments yeah. <laughs> i do it's funny to now see dyke and hyan split up because they were yeah. such buddy buddy and like it seems like uh rajesh and dyke have really paired up and or is that correct huh, uh ishard and dyke and rajesh is kind of on the outskirts of it and uh Who's Hein's buddy? Hein is like... Hein and Lorette and... Yeah, and he's kind of just like god of the tribe over there. I guess so. Speaking of which, I, yeah. it is funny just the, the two of them no longer together. Absolutely. Um, so then going back to... Yes, Grant is now talking about he's just very impressed with all of the good things that Hein brings to the tribe. 
but he also like points to like the land of Hine is plentiful and like I will like I question here a lot of it has to do with the natural landscape and resources of whatever side of the island the tribe is on. Making the fire went a long way for Hein. Um, I don't know. He is maybe his importance is overblown a little bit. You're right. But like there, you know, there's high tide and low tide where the they don't have to catch fish. They have to go out and gather fish yes. that are a little old, you know, and there's like a bunch of other things that they've been able to utilize on that side where on the other side, they've really come to the end of the resources that were minimal to begin with. And there's no tide situation to aid them in catching fish or anything like that. So I kind of just lean to that and wondering, but no, I, I, I totally, I totally agree. Um, and then there is that shot here of Hein, and <laughs> it, it looks like almost for a moment that he like went and like had his hair done or something. It's so curly and cascading down his shoulders. He he looks like Tarzan for a moment. I know. I think you said he looks like. Oh, he looks like Fabio. He does look like Fabio. It's he, ridiculous. He looks like one of those covers of my grandmother's like romance no novels yeah well because th there's even the shot before and after his hair looks a little bit more grimy and like plastered to his head but this in-between moment where it's just it's, like the wind is blowing yeah, it looks through like it just and like shampooed and, it yeah, and he's so mr absurd. like rugged south yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> um and then along with that it there's this moment um, where Hein is out fishing and comes back and didn't catch anything with the harpoon or harpon. Um, <laughs> harpon. <laughs> harpon. Um, and he said that he calls the harpoon slow. Like it's the, <laughs> yeah. like it's the tool's fault that you didn't catch any fish. Like Hein, the harpoon is as slow as you are. You're right, the person. You're it, it, you are motor. the harpoon. You're the motor. <laughs> <laughs> and so that just made me chuckle. But this is also... They cut to the night shot there and the rats. There are rat so many rats rat just like attack. jumping around. This would, I couldn't do this. I, and, I would no. have such a hard time. Oh my gosh. When I hear oh. them scurrying around, I would have a very hard time falling it's back asleep. Awful. Then there's a lot of discussion of catching and eating a rat. Right. Could you eat a rat in that instance? Oh, for sure. I could eat a rat. Especially a rat that lives on an island like yes. that. Like eating a rat in like New York City. Gross. Eating some, t I mean, like that's not bad at all. It's like eating no. a, a possum or something. Yeah, it's like eating, I don't know, rabbit. It's like eating a small rabbit. Totally. It's fine. Totally. Um. Okay, so then that brings but us pretty... It being around you when you're sleeping. Yeah, uh, it would just give you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. So then the next morning, it's time for immunity. Which is the rollerball challenge. Now, the Iban tribe, after getting a good night's sleep, are like super energetic and very positive going into immunity. But then Amanda gets asked, like, once they get to... To, to immunity yeah yes. to the challenge <laughs> why can't i think of the word challenge <laughs> um once they get to the challenge i don't know why um, i was so challenging for you i don't know but um um amanda's like amanda was asked how they slept she's like oh we slept like a baby we slept like a two-month-old and, and so i looked up 
I had to look up how well two months old sleep, never having a two month old. Can I tell myself. you from experience? Please. Um, I don't think particularly well two months old. I think generally not great. It says that the longest they sleep is five to six hour stretches. Okay. But they're transitioning from like two to three hour stretches. Sure. So like probably anywhere from like two to five hours. Maybe actually a very accurate statement. Maybe they were sleeping in like two to three hour snippets before and now they are able to get like a full five to six. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she's actually like very, very on point with that statement. But she also made the comment that they slept for 12 hours. So... I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> this challenge is um, a person from each tribe. It's blue for it's Angie for the blue tribe and Angela for the yellow tribe. They're in a ball. Their teammates have to in roll. a chair in a ball. Yes, kind of. They're in that like a metal version of that New Zealand thing where people get in like those whatever. They're in a big metal. Is it metal or is it like wooden? Is it wooden? I think it might be wooden. It looked metal to me. Uh, I don't know. I think it was like iron or something. Hmm. They're in a chair in some type of big ball, ball structure being rolled by their teammates through a course. And they have to, what, unlock different padlocks as they, they come go. to. Yeah. And there's different, like, like, oh, you have to get in a hole and unlock it from underneath it. You have to climb on top of this tower and unlock it from above you have to yes all these different things you have to do um lorette and lisa end up sitting out for yellow like we said it's angie and angela in the balls for each respective and blue tribe remember they are down two players they everyone has to participate in everything yes and so angie being in the ball for blue is a very strong leader Playing into what Dyke said earlier. Absolutely. She's like telling people to listen to Dyke as far as what direction he's pulling or where he's going. She is very like, let's go, let's go. Very assertive. Yes. Yeah, she's both uh, rallying rallying them on and giving direction at the same time in it's clear direction too very clear like yes. turn it up. I need this side or you and know it, it watch pays your off head. because yeah. they win. Absolutely. Um, and I mean it's this is I don't think Mark does a very good job being a host in this challenge specifically he pretty much just says over and over oh they're having trouble with this lock yeah. they're having trouble and just saying different people's names and then that statement over and over i found him very and who's ahead or they're caught up and like yeah very annoying in this one yeah and then they do call him marky mark at the end and dyke hoists angela or angie over his shoulder in like the like they win he like fireman carries her and is jumping up and down for a second yeah which you is, didn't notice that i, I missed that <laughs> i was really just thrown off guard by the uh, marky mark comments that i missed anything else and so with that the yellow tribe is lot like they lost yes they're off to tribal. tribal um it seems like it's between nicole and lisa for the same reasons like being lazy i guess lisa's not necessarily as lazy anymore but still now that she's she's doing more but it's still not as much and they as just it needs don't to like be. each other now. no it that initial bad blood yeah and so it's like there's a smaller tribe of the three hein is not on the chopping block he's totally safe neither is angela um yeah and hein and grant kind of discuss optics grant again kind of tries to talk to lisa but he is assuring her that she is safe and mandla totally. 
and Lorette, Lorette are, are not the swing be, votes, though. Yes. They are totally the swing votes. They yes. could go either way. And it's Angela Hines made it clear that him and Angela are not going to vote against Nicole, even though they're like, it's fine if you're voting to call out. But we're not going to be part of that. Right. Hein makes this weird comment in this moment. He says, last time I went in good faith, I saw my ass in Technicolor. Yeah. What does that mean? It means when they went and whoever the fudge was with them, with Dyke and Hein, got voted out. Remember Nicola or whoever? Yes. And... Like he got blindsided when he thought that they were good. That they like spanked him. That like his it, his butt was red, or just that he was like so surprised that it blew his mind. Or that whatever. it was in color. Yeah, sure. It's it is a confusing... it's a weird fucking statement. <laughs> I mean, you you're like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> sure, clear you know, as day. Hein's fine. <laughs> Hein is fine. Hein is fine. And then the Iban tribe finds like potato slash yam yeah, type things, which they call or they call them dunbe dunbe. Doonby? Yes. Uh, yeah, and they make little, like, potato medallions and say that they're full. That, like, yeah. I think Urshad, or Rajesh says that he ate... F- or, I think it was maybe Urshad, but... I, to be... I, I keep getting them their names mixed up, okay. which I feel bad about. Urshad uh, is the is one Urshad. that's liked. He yeah. eats four, four whole potatoes, he said, and said that he's completely full. Which is super great. So now we're about to dive into Tribal and see if it's Nicole or Lisa. What's your guess? I think it's going to be Lisa. You think Lisa? I do. I think it'll be Nicole. I think that cowboy hat is going to save He's going to wear it to Tribal and mm. it's going to charm everyone. I don't know. When we come back, Tribal, first edition of Survivor Book Club, comment corner. Stick around. Can't wait to see you. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International. I'm Jacqueline. I'm Cody. And we are coming back after Tribal Council. <laughs> um, From so, the Blue Tribe? Yes. Now we will stop saying everything with an upward inflection. Or was it yellow? It was yellow. It was yellow, yellow Tribe. Yeah. Bajau. 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 Yellow. Yellow. Um, so, yes, they come to Tribal. Um, I think Mandla talks a little bit about how he wouldn't necessarily like to be in a leadership position because it kind of puts a target on your back and so on and so forth. I think the cla- he he pretty much articulates the classic dilemma with being a provider in the survivor setting. Um, People are thankful for you until they feel like they don't need you and then they want to get rid of you. Yeah, or they're threatened by what you can do. And <laughs> um, Grant. He does say that he is thankful for right. Pine. Yeah. At this point, I think he says, like, specifically, like, oh, right now I'm thankful for him. I think he really hits that a little hard. There's a little bit of talking that goes around. Um, I think Lorette makes a comment that she, based on something that happened at camp today, she has been solidified in her vote. And Hein keeps smiling. He's, like, looking at nothing. (laughs) And he has a big, goofy smile on his face the whole time. Yeah, and so 
I think even as you're like, we're getting ready to vote, I'm still pretty set in my Nicole and you're still pretty set in your Lisa yes. until the first person to vote is Hein and Hein is voting off Nicole. I mean, I just, you, yeah. So we see that Hein, they show us that Hein is voting for Nicole and that Nicole is voting for Lisa. They don't show anyone else's vote. And I immediately call it that everybody's voting for Nicole except for Nicole. Well, and at this point, I'm still thinking that Lorette maybe voted for Lisa or at least Lorette and maybe more people voted for Lisa, but you have, and you called it, you were correct. Everyone votes for Nicole, except for Nicole, Nicole. who votes for Lisa. Um, and I guess that does mean that Nicole did, did something or did not do something right. at camp that morning, but there was something that wasn't shown some incident that really like spurred every like even Hein, who had been pretty clear that he and Angela were not going to vote off Nicole. Weird that they wouldn't show it. I hope it comes up in the next episode. Totally. Lorette is also standing there looking not just decided upon voting for Nicole, but borderline very upset. Kind, yeah, borderline upset, not borderline very upset. I mean, I borderline upset. Yeah, I, you're right. I mean, she... She has, I don't know, just a strange yeah, look at her face. Yeah, she seems affected. She does. She seems upset. And so, Nicole, you're tough. You're borderline upset. Not borderline <laughs> like, very upset. I mean, oh, yes. that's say... deserving of clarification. <laughs> and me pausing and going back. Absolutely. <laughs> Almost as ridiculous. No. Um, but Nicole, bye-bye. You know what? Bye-bye now. He didn't wear his purple cowboy hat the whole episode. He had it in his hand. Did he? At the, at the tribal. Yeah. Oh. He wasn't wearing it. That's he why he got voted it. off. Yeah. People forgot your swagger. Grr. Grr. Uh, yeah, I hope to see him again someday on some other Survivor South Africa. Maybe All Stars with that hat. Meh. Nah, he's, he's maybe fine. just the hat. The hat can make a return Ooh, with someone else. Send the hat back to the island. Yeah, and then uh, good old Marky Mark sends them on their way. Yeah. And that's that. That's that. That's episode five, Rat Attack. So hopping into... Yeah, let's go to comment corner here. Um, let's see. What do we have? Ten months ago, George Barrett says, these challenges are so short. I'm not sure if that's intentional to protect the players from heat exhaustion or just lazy challenge design. Hmm. I don't know if it's either, really, George. And they're not that. I mean, like, someone makes a comment that they're edited, so they are <laughs> definitely want you're not seeing everything, right? And, and even so, I mean, there's challenges. Like some of them have been really involved, man. Like not even like super like activity involved, but time involved for sure. Uh, Mr. Air Training. This five is months some ago. primitive, no frills survivor. But I like it. <laughs> it's Mama and Zaylee a year ago says <laughs> the roots are called cassava. Ellipses can be boiled or crushed and squeezed to make bammy. Mm. That's some good info. I appreciate that. Oh, and it's got some replies. Toast is also so great taste, but sad they don't know. Hmm. Hmm, like wait, they wait. Don't... 
so, oh, I'm sorry. Someone uh, also commenting on the two months old comments. Uh, stuff like two month olds. So you were up every two to three hours, hungry and wanting food. I mean, probably. What's the reply under that one, <laughs> Thomas? Smiling face. <laughs> oh, Dallas O'Leary. The host is so handsome with a great deep voice and the Jeff Probst dimple gouges. But good lord, is the man dull. <laughs> um, dimple gouges? I've never heard that description Gouges? Maybe that's when they're really deep? I don't know. Tell me if there's a difference between a normal dimple and a dimple gouge. Hashtag dimple gouge. Dimple gouging. Uh, LOL cassava, says Nika Neeks. Four dominant males. Ha 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 Oh, he was serious. Big does not mean strong. Nicole is useless. <laughs> uh, Aiden John, three months ago, anyone know where to watch Survivor US in the UK? Can't find it anywhere. Huh. Just want to say I hope they revive Survivor UK. UK. Uh, yeah, nothing... And that they should go follow Revive Survivor UK. All right, we'll end with Caden uh, Reddy, who says, huge mistake voting out Nicole and keeping Lisa. Dumb as fuck, if you ask me. LOL. <laughs> oh, well, let's see how it goes. Crying face, winky face. They definitely said dumb as F, and you definitely added the fuck. I'm not going to let them be censored, um, you know, or censor <laughs> themselves even. Uh, and I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think it was a mistake voting to call out over Lisa? No. I definitely do. Do you? Lisa is sitting out every challenge. Um, I just don't think Lisa really brings much to the table. And I get that Nicole is lazy sometimes, but they even mentioned that he was fishing in the morning. I, Nicole brings a lot more to the table than Lisa does. And I guess it's dependent upon whatever incident happened that we're unaware of. I'm ultimately voting for the other tribe, like hoping for the other tribe to win. So I'm down for this tribe to continually self-destruct a little bit. Do you think they're going to be merging <laughs> soon? I kind of think um, next episode is my not, guess. I think they're going to go one or two more. I bet they'll get down to 10 or 9 before they merge. Right now it's 11. Okay. I bet they'll get rid of at least one more before they merge. I'm just remembering that it's only 28 days. So mm. I think, but yeah. That I, might be soon then. Maybe one more episode, maybe not. Okay. Um. Okay, so we have one more segment this more week segment. on the pod. Um, and it's going to be a recurring segment and we just want to give you a little taste this week and we'll come back to it next week in a little more detail. Give you a chance to grab the book, check it out, steal it online. I'd recommend buying it from bostonrobmariano.com or Amazon. And not Amazon. Well, don't buy it from Amazon. Sorry. True. Um, don't. no. Don't be sorry. Fuck Amazon. Fuck Amazon. Don't buy from Amazon. But... But don't fuck Boston Rob. Unless and... you're his wife, Amber. Yes. I mean, but you already have four girls. I said so. his name strangely. Boston Rob. <laughs> Boston Rob. <laughs> now... But don't fuck Boston Rob. <laughs> if you go to his website... He has recently dropped another book. A cookbook. A cookbook. The Boston Rob Cookbook. Which we may be buying. We'll definitely be buying. And using on our other podcast, Can We Cook It? Yes. Go listen to Can We Cook It. Follow them at Can We Cook It Pod. Or Can We Cook It Podcast on Instagram. That all aside, 
the Boston, we will be discussing this disgusting. week. Okay, you're throwing <laughs> me off. You're just take two. Uh, <laughs> we will be discussing the Boston Rob rule book this week and next week on our new segment, the Survivor Book Club. Yes. And so we'll talk chapter one today and the rest of the book next week. It's a slim tome. It is a quick read. Uh, the first thing I thought of when I saw that this thing existed was, is this going to be worthwhile or is it just Boston Rob shamelessly capitalizing upon his Survivor fame to make a cheap cash grab? It's number two. It's definitely number two. Uh, yeah, it's like I imagine his editor sitting him down and being like... How do you for, want to make a little extra cash, man? For this legally to be required to be called a book, it has to be like 90 pages. So, you know, part autobiography, part just random. Self-help you know. book. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of everything. It's the Boston Rob rule book, Strategies for Life. Oh, I guess we haven't said that yet. No. <laughs> it is, yeah, the Boston Rob rule book, Strategies for Life by Robert C. Mariano. And, you know, you have a little introduction here yes, as he, you dive in. He's from Boston. Surprise, surprise. Grew up in a strong Boston Italian family. Yes. Uh, takes no guff. Um, and and you know, he does preface it by saying, you know, everyone's different. Different things work in different situations. No one set of directions or rules for life can work in all situations regardless so. of that here are some rules for life <laughs> um. just to like i'm sure negate any future lawsuit where someone was like hey i was just being myself and this dude punched me in the face. So now I get to sue or like, you know, <laughs> um, and it's all Boston Rob's fault. He has the gall to open his book with a Machiavelli quote, which seems just a little, <laughs> I don't know. Pompous. It doesn't seem like what I would expect the Boston Rob rule book to start with. <laughs> He's, I mean, I know you're on Survivor, but I don't think that makes you Machiavellian necessarily. But and then so chapter one know who you are mm -hmm. it's a breezy page and a half and like don't try to be anybody but yourself if 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 you're a talker talk to people if you try to hide that well it's gonna come out and then you'll be well, embarrassed i mean yeah he <laughs> end of chapter <laughs> he, he, yeah he pretty much says be who you are and be consistent with that which i guess isn't terrible advice um know your strengths and play to them and then he ends on three rob's notes it seems like every chapter ends on a couple of notes from rob be yourself consistency is key take a stance and socrates may have been smart but he sure talked funny and it seems like you know if it seems like we're breezing around and it's hard to really grasp what was said in this chapter and this all seems a little scattershot and like a blip and not a lot of information. That's all the chapter is. I mean, <laughs> it's those three things I just read are hardly more elaborated upon than what, than those three statements. We've now spoken more about the chapter than the chapter was itself. Yes. Everything before those three statements is just those three statements said at slightly more length. Right. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know about the rest of this book. I don't I, know. I how think much... I referenced the fact that this was a well this this was on par with one of my at grade level students writing. Yes. <laughs> at school. A fifth grader. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's just you know i think he should pick a lane i think he should really try to actually write a self-help book or like a, a guide my rule book to life book and you know it should heavily talk about his time on survivor because that's why he's famous mm -hmm. his life probably isn't interesting enough to warrant writing an autobiography which is why i think every chapter probably will be here's a little bit more about my life Here's some very vague things about how to live your life. And here's very three, you know, simple things Rules that condense that down. That. Yeah. I don't expect to get much more than that. Well, it'll be a good giggle, if nothing less. Yes. I also don't like that Boston Rob has a trademark oh, next to right? it on the book. Absolutely. That, a little bit. A little lame. bit. Come on, Boston Rob. But we love him. We love you. He is one of our favorite Survivor characters. I do. He's I, got four cute little girls. And I will say, the cover. He to married his, new... his wife, who he met on Survivor. <laughs> I like Boston okay, Rob. Sorry. Some people think that Boston Rob should replace Jeff Probst as the host. Were Jeff Probst ever retired? Absolutely. He I'm would thousand percent into that. Totally fine with that. And I will say, as you know, slapshot and shameless as this book is, his cookbook does look nice, and the photo on the cookbook looks very classy. It'll be super fun to cook through some of his homemade family recipes. Agreed. Um, so that's uh, the first edition of the Survivor Book Club. That is episode five of Survivor South Africa Malaysia. Tune in this Wednesday where we do our first full episode recap of surviving maine yes follow them at surviving maine on wednesday 7 p.m eastern standard time on youtube we'll be watching and then recording our recap right after we might have some fun other surprising new survivor content coming down the pike this week so keep an eye out for that on our uh twitter account and at, we're also at int survivor cast absolutely we're also getting a nice good swing of semi-famous people coming our way we're gonna from... have some guests coming on the podcast absolutely super excited to hear more than just our voices yes and we'll be going on some podcasts as well so we'll be shouting those out and we look forward to doing some more survivor dives with you thanks for listening eat some crabs Keep on surviving. <laughs> Bye. This, uh, our we've got a bit slower for the fish because i swim right up to the to the bigger ones as i let go they laugh for me they go like this and like that and uh, then they're gone so what i'm going to do now i'm going to leave that and use our technique that we use during the morning time okay i'm going to use the machete and uh, just go lift the rocks and catch crabs huh?